Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Sound. Well, that's probably one of my freakiest intros. Anyways, we are Full Metal Chicken and Steph. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Controllers and Couches. Where we make the sounds through your speakers. And, you know, if anyone could hear what that was going through my speakers about four hours ago... You know, Dolby fucking 7.2. I have oh, no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Neither am I. I just like making sounds. Okay, cool. Talking about making sounds. As we guessed, in Australia at the moment, specifically Victoria, there's a lot of Hello, lockdown that has been lifted. welcome to day one of semi-freedom. And in case you've all been living under a rock... We've uh, been in the world's strictest lockdown. Because, um, you know... And people decided at 12.01 this morning that they had had enough... And lined up, even though you could only book to shop at Spotlight and uh, Kmart. And by lining up to Kmart, it was more like... We're talking about Campbellfield. They were lining up like they were trying to get into the footy. Do you know... See, here's the thing. You were working till late. And so I thought, oh, you know what? No one's going to go. Were we wrong? And I've gone, oh, do I just book... For like 4.30. And it's not like I would have bought anything besides shit. I actually probably wouldn't have bought anything, to be honest. Because you don't know Let's be how honest. many we would hands have, We would have, have bought been. shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't have bought like the shit we actually needed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we would have looked. If there were some discount books, I would have gone, oh, okay. Um, but like, the shit we need, like... But do you reckon there was that one person who bought like 400 towels? Mate, we went, I went out today. It's still essential because it was just for the grocery store. She had four two-litre bottles of milk and 18 bottles of the tall um, Woolies dishwashing liquid. Like she was Why do you up, need that? You don't. I think she was setting up for, for Armageddon. For three. Because for I guarantee you, if this shit goes south... Okay, but here's the thing though. We've seen other states... And we've seen what has happened there, and everyone's like, ah, oh, this is cool, no dramas. What's going to happen? What is going to happen? Anyway, so that happened. People are out and about. We walked past one. It wasn't a 24-hour camera. And we counted, like, 150 people. And I've just gone, no, like, we need to just get the shit. We need to go, and we need to get out of here. Because people were carrying... I don't know... What makes people think that it's okay to wear a mask on, like, over, off off their nose, or um, not I think one at all? Just, they don't pay attention. I think that's they it. They just don't give two shits. They don't What's care. The point. There was an elderly gentleman, and he was wearing his mask on his chin. What's the whole point, sir? Like, you're one of the biggest at-risk age groups. Yeah. But, you know, we'll find out soon. And people are full on fucking taking advantage because I was trying to get some cloth masks um, to alternate them for work for you and for when I inevitably go back to work. And so I bought a pack of five for $20 and they came here within two days, which was shady itself. Shady as And I didn't think anything of it because the description was legitimate. Yeah. And then they came here and they're literal fucking fashion masks. And you can't claim to have your, you can't put a claim in to get your money back. For this seller for at least another week. Because, you know, we will happily send it back to them. It's... It's not even worth the poor no. postman having to deal with it. To put it back in Australia Post. It's bullshit. 
it was a literal freaking scam. I could have given it to... It's like really subpar quality. It's just... It's a fashion... Where's the pack? Where did you there. put it? It's, it's a fashion mask. It's horrible. It... Nowhere in the... I checked it and I screenshot the description in case I need that evidence later. Yeah. To tell eBay this is not on. Yep. Um, if it was... Look, even if it was $8, you can't... But, but if it the was fact saved... is, how many people are buying those? Heaps. Thinking that they're legitimate. Yeah, because... Because that's what the the description is. Because we went out today and I checked and no one had masks. No. It was fucking weird. Some people... Like, there was a group of guys walking past us. And I don't want to just get surgical masks because I feel like that's such a waste. I would rather just pay... Like ten bucks for a mask, get you know up to ten of them, and just rotate them out because I've decided that I'm just not going to be in public without a mask anymore. So it's going to be interesting, very interesting. But you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year because we're almost there. It's almost 2021. I'm telling you, these morons are going to put us in a third lockdown. Yep, and it's you know, people just. Idiots. But all this stuff is going on, and then there are obviously, you know, issues afoot where, um, you know, people are rioting. So, what do we do? What do we do? Life is weird, and I don't think anyone knows what's going on. Like, we went out, I went out to the shops, the first, like, again, it was essential. It wasn't like it was out for fun. Um, and,. We were just getting shit, and I was at one side of the store, you were at the other. And Christmas was just smashed. And the shit... What? Well, we started advertising it like two days ago. Uh, it's People are grabbing shit that they don't even need. And it's they crazy. are going mental. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So... But... People want to get out and do stuff. They don't want to be stuck inside anymore. People are just fed up. And that's, I think, what they looked at and went, okay, we've got people who are protesting. People who are going to start getting... They just want to go out and fucking shop. But also they looked at it and went, oh, okay, well... Money. You know, the government is paying people to stay at home. Now this gives them a chance to get back and get to work so they can stop spending money and just... I think the government's getting to the point where, okay, you guys want to go out? Yeah, here you go. Okay, fine then. Go. Go mental. Go nuts. Get crazy. Yeah. Get wild. Let's party. Anyway. And I mean, everyone was pretty upset that um, the AFL Grand Final this year. Oh my god! Not that, in... I watched that. It was the shittest match I ever did. I was. I remember. I said I could go back and I could play the audio. To be honest, but bad Grand Final. And I've got a few friends who are Richmond supporters, so obviously I'm giving them shit. Um, and I'm like, you know. It didn't happen in, you know... In Melbourne, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. It was, honestly, I, I don't know what to tell you. They're getting was... very angry. But it's more just... I've not even been paying attention to football this year. I've just been worrying about other stuff. So. Like living. And, you know, I think, essentially, we can all agree that the key thing that I've, you know, focused on and bitched and complained about it's all year... Is Call of Duty. That's all I've been doing. Well, um... The game's going to come out in, like, Two and a bit weeks. Uh-huh. Um, console. Co- oh, we were out today, and you had to pick up a pre-order that EB 
completely forgot about. Completely fucking forgot about that. They've been sitting on your money for literally seven months. Yeah. And they're like, don't know what to tell you. And you're like, item or refund. Yeah. Like, like item or I've refund. I've been waiting um, for fucking and it's not, ever. And this has been sitting there for months to the point where they've had this before COVID yeah. lockdown. And I'm like, come on. Um, so, you know, and they're like, oh, we don't, and I'm, don't fucking make your customers wait, you fucking moron. This is why they're going broke and they're so rude. And it's always the sexist fucking asshole that's there. And I remember him for two reasons. One, because when I went to get um, World War, no, World War II, was it World War? Well, not it was World War, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was World War II. Um, World War II. Was it, that's the one. He gave me the PS4, and even though we pre-ordered for the Xbox, which is no big fucking deal, but then he accused me of fucking stealing. And I was like, look, I don't care. You can have it. I just need, you know, process whatever refund you need to do. I Please, I ordered the Xbox. And then... Remember when we had to ask for the battery packs? Yeah. And then he acted like he had no fucking idea what I was talking about. And, and just, then you said it and you brought up the... Like, I brought it up to you because you were like, are you sure? I'm like, you don't understand. I distinctly yeah, remember was, these existed. He was and dumb. so I brought up the listing and then he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that's what you were talking about. And also, too, just people coming up asking about... The consoles, because yeah. they want to get them for their kids, and they're like, oh, we can do it now and store them. It's like, good luck, because there were people that were up to do it, and they couldn't get it. And when you look at it, the console is so small. Yeah, because they had one out on display, and the fan, though. The fan looks janky, I will say. It's weird. <laughs> I don't, it'd be interesting to see what... It's uh, To be fair, it's not, if anything, I think it is... It's like a roll-up version of the one. Yeah. It's just... It I don't mind looks, it, actually. It looks more like a PC monitor. So I know what... Sorry, a um, tower. So I kind of get what they were going for. I don't mind it at all. It's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. People it's... were acting like it was a quarter of the size of a bloody fridge. And it's just... Tiny. Um, but yeah, they don't come out for another. They come out on the tenth, right? Yeah. So. Click and collect. The quick, Yay! And I suppose the main thing about fans is you got some kind of exhaust, but the grill on top, it's purely just to. It looks like it doesn't. Not look like a tower. It looks like a tower. So. Tell me that's what they were going it's for. It's using this. a one thirty mil fan. Yeah. And yeah. essentially, when looking at it, you go. How much heat is this thing going to be dissipate? It's team? only teraflops four again or something, right? Yeah, it's so stupid. But yeah, that'll be coming out soon. They billed me for um. Oh, if you're not that, it, I don't think it's out now when this episode go, goes live. But a lot of the horror games on the Microsoft Store um are really really cheap. It's like two three dollars. So I grabbed a couple of them. Um, Black Mirror was over half price. It's 50 bucks normally, a little over 50 bucks. It was over, I think I only got it for like 8 bucks or something. So I was really excited. Um, and you wanted to play Amnesia. Yeah. So that was only a couple bucks and I grabbed that. Amnesia Rebirth. Um, so I don't think it was Rebirth. I think yeah, it was a collection. Rebirth is on Steam. So whoop, whoop there. Um, oh, and they build us for um, Little Hope, which comes out in two days. Yeah. It comes out Friday. <laughs> So that's what I'll be playing. Um, yeah. 
boop boop, something to tie over to Call of Duty. Because I finished the Halloween thing. I already at 155 and I've just got like a level and uh, sorry, a tier and a half to go for the battle pass and that's done. Yeah. So I'm just going to run interference for you guys when you're doing the trick or treat. And also just in case people were wondering if you ever, if you haven't played um, Amnesia, the Dark Descent, it literally is one of the best games. It was one of the original psychological. Yeah. It's got 10 out of 10 on Steam. Yeah. And it's basically a close to perfect game. Mm. It is phenomenal. So, you know, if you want to play a game in the dark it and is shoot your pants, this what is, is this is what it is. So. Alright, talking about taking shots in the dark and shooting your pants. You know how we covered Five Eyes last yep. uh, episode. I read, an, I found an article that said espionage in Australia is at higher levels right now than it was during the Cold War. Oh hell yeah. So I was a little bit like, oh, these things you wouldn't uh, necessarily think. So apparently there are more foreign spies and proxies operating against Australian interests than at the height of the uh, Cold War, says Australian Security Intelligence Organisation Chief Michael Burgess. And that dispora groups living in Australia are being monitored and harassed by foreign, foreign governments. And they're targeting um, exiles. And um, Hong Kong enrolled students. And this is the thing. A lot of students get targeted by nationals as well. So... so you can't even stay in your own country. Literally. No. You, you die here of COVID. You go over... Depending on where you go, you'll die there of something else. The world isn't a safe place. And you know what? I bet you the world wasn't safe 50, 60, 70 years ago. It's just the fact that it's a lot easier to find out information now. Yeah. And it happens a lot more frequently now than it did then. But it's almost like a case of you try and escape some kind of hardship, but then you are... You're targeted by something else. So, yeah, it's, it's I mean, they're coming here to... Better than They're life. risking everything that they have, that their family may have, to come here to do better for themselves, to get an education that the country cannot provide for them right now. So they're paying money for something they aren't going to get because of COVID restrictions and they just want to do better for themselves and their family. But you know, that's illegal. Let's target them. And essentially if we, you know, go around the whole espionage topic and, you know, obviously cold war was the, the big thing. To be alive. And uh, in case you didn't know what, for the people who are unfamiliar with what the cold war was, it was essentially the United States against Russia or the Soviet Union. Soviet Union, uh, the USSR. Just play Black Ops. Just, yeah, just, just play, play Black, Black Ops. Ops. Cold War. Um, it's coming out, bro. It's coming out. T- so two weeks. I mean, obviously, you know, Hoover and the FBI. You know, J. Ed, J. Edgar. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. yeah. So. And obviously, you know, the main purpose of espionage, as we like to speak. You want to send in one man to get some recon and some intelligence, plant some shit. Yeah. To get the information from their words, you know, their and words. And primarily what you want information on is your military, military and intel. technical capabilities and, you know, how much of a threat. And then, you know, you can even go as far if you play Goldeneye and, you know, a lot of the James Bond games Born. essentially what you're going to do James. is imagine if people can't go watch shit. james bond on boxing day 
Well, here's the thing. What will people do? They're planning on releasing movies straight onto streaming platforms. So a lot of there are a few I'd like to see straight out. Yeah. But I don't even know what is out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now they want to. They made a craft legacy movie. I don't know if it's out yet. Actually, no. It came out yesterday. I want to say Um, because it was premiering in India. So, yeah, it is what it is. So, there's tons of movies, but I don't know what's happening. Not that I would even go. I'm just saying, in terms of... Boxing Day is a big movie day in Australia. Um, talking about big things happening, uh, a judge has released like 400 and something pages of Ghislaine Maxwell's testimony from a civil lawsuit by one of her accusers. Um, and that makes a public record. And it is her alleged um, story about what she's admitted to or didn't admit to oh, she's trying to get against out of it. Jeffrey Epstein. Um, apparently, on Monday, the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ordered the unsealing of Maxwell's 2016 deposition from a now-settled defamation suit filed by Virginia Roberts. Uh, I think her name is Jeff. I can't even remember. Uh, who claims that Maxwell and Epstein trafficked her to powerful men for years. Um, so yeah, it's like 400 and something pages. I think I'm only on page 50. There's a lot. So it's one of those things that you hear what you read, what they say and you're like, that is, I I can't think about this right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's a bit It's shit. a lot. Um, so yes, it, I've, I wonder if they did that because of everything of her case going on right now and it was necessary if they did it to harm her and her case more or not I don't know possibly I wouldn't put it past them because I feel like no one would stand by you know in his network I don't feel like people would stand I think for everyone them. are like distancing themselves from it to be honest so they don't want to get involved talking about distancing have you heard the new fake Melania no shit alright so <laughs> the other day he was uh, out and about with what was supposed to be, well, you know, the alleged Melania on the south lawn of the White House. Now, I need to ask you a question. You know what Melania looks right, like, right? I don't, yes. Don't look at the article. I need you to look at my... Close your eyes for five seconds so okay. I can turn my computer Closing around. Hold my on. eyes. All right. Yes. This woman on the left, that's Melania, right? Do you recognize her as Melania Trump? Yes. Is that woman Melania Trump? On the right. Yes. Do you think that's Melania Trump? It looks like it. That is not Melania Trump. You know that why? and her. You know why? Because the glasses, one hides the eyes, but the nose and the angle. No. So you look at the angle, it's different. Okay. You, it could pass. Okay. So what I'm saying is, okay. it could pass okay. as the same person. Look at the teeth. But... The reason why I say that is it's because of the angle of the photo. I'm in the camp of, oh, it could be, they the, could be the, the same. F- the, the, what's this film of the nose is completely different. But the reason Dude, why... her teeth aren't even the same shape. But it's a different angle. One... No, 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 it's not the angle. Hers are the fake caps that veneers. Those are natural teeth. I don't know. Mate, they're, they're two different women. The slope of the nose is completely different. 
But one has the, the head... wrinkles aren't even in the same spot. But the one on the right has her head tilting down. No, that's not her. So that's, that's not her. But it looks. The marks on the face aren't even the same. The poor pattern isn't the same. Dude, this so is she isn't a body her. double? Yes. Because the theory is that Melania is so sick with COVID. Well, there you go. That could be it. Look, that's not her. She'd never do that, dude. That's not her. That's not even her hair colour. That's not even her hair length. I don't know what to say. It's, you know, it could be a bottle doll. Possibly. The hair parting and the forehead don't even match, dude. That's the real Melania. And the high cheeks are completely different. I don't know. It's weird. Very strange. The height is completely different because she's the like slightly taller than Donald. And this woman's like centimetres upon centimetres shorter. It's not her. That's all I'm going to say. So someone stepped in from a distance to... Yeah, I got a body double because allegedly she's really badly sick with COVID. So what happens if the first lady passes away from COVID? This isn't me talking mad shit. This isn't real. And, and, and the Americans can't do anything to me because I'm an Australian citizen who's never left the country. Yeah, we are literally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but allegedly she's really sick with COVID. So how so did he get over it so quick? Because they gave him experimental bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? I don't know, dude. And he'd be getting tested. All I'm saying to you is the governments have a lot of money to make by handing out these vaccines to the people if they indeed deed were legitimate. Absolutely. If the actual, the biggest pharmaceutical giants and researchers in the globe are saying that their best um, candidates are giving people shit like seizures, what's left? Nothing. They must have given him a really low titer. Very, very low. Extremely low. If we don't even know, like, what. Um, Definitely monoclonal, though. Yeah, well, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, last story before we get into the thing is um, apparently the HSC, New South Wales, because Victoria has VCE. Oh, wait, did you have HSC? Yeah. Back in the old days? Back in the old days. <laughs> um, apparently. A lot of schools, up to 20 schools in New South Wales, were targeted today, their biology exam, because of a bomb hoax. Ooh. No, it's not ooh. That's freaking terrible. Yeah. So they all received anonymous threats over email suggesting that suspicious items were on the ground. Um, at least 10 more in regional New South Wales. Uh, Moss Vale High School tweeted, Dear parents and caregivers, as you may be aware, students and staff at our school were evacuated as a precaution late this morning. This was done in consultation with police after the school received certain information from an anonymous source. The evacuation proceeded in an orderly way and without incident. At no time was any student or staff member in danger. To ensure the well-being of students and staff, all New South Wales public schools have such procedures which are practised regularly. After police attended the site and gave approval, students and staff returned to the school at 11.30. A HSC exam was disrupted by this incident and the school is dealing separately with those students in consultation with the New South Wales Educational Standards Authority, which runs the exams. Kind regards, Patricia Holmes, Principal. 
How quaint. They were 90 minutes into a three-hour exam. Oops. That's a... Like, that was a shit exam from memory, too. Mm-hmm. I think the worst... The one in the year I had was... Um, everyone did so well in my year. Because it was such an easy freaking exam. They repeated it. The psych one, I remember they repeated it from 2008. But bio was really freaking easy. So everything got scaled to... Filth. Um, yeah. Don't even know what to tell you. Good luck, kiddos. Good luck. Good luck. Uni and everything. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Nope. All good. And this is where I stare at you for 10 seconds, yep. wondering. All good. You sure? Yep, yep. Okay. All right. Michael, you are our resident. Uh, I need you to not look at your computer for this. Okay. You're the resident person with all the country knowledge. Can you please explain to the people how country money is something else entirely compared to city money? City money is like, look at my shoes, look at my bags, look at my necklace, look at my house, look at my lawn, blah, my blah, car. blah, my car. Country mm-hmm. money is... Something else. Something else. It's a case of, look at my acreage, look at my tractor. Look at my equipment. Here's my sheds of ancient equipment, each machine totaling one thousand, you know, over one million dollars, just yeah. rusting away. Just rusting because away. I can. Just because I can, and that's the thing. You get people, even you know, look at in America, they've got literally ranch, like just literal ranches, the size of road fucking island. And people go, oh, you know, you have like that's money. That's money. Like that is equity. That is bank so um there's different kinds of country money there's country money where you have money to blow all year round your outfit makes you so much that you can't spend it both in terms of the business and personally quick enough then there's the kind of money where you have enough just to get through the year or you find a way to get money through the year with loans and shit and then you have like a really profitable season like during harvest or cattle sales and then so you essentially store enough for the winter and negative year everything and then there's a kind of money where you hardly have enough yeah or you don't make enough to meet your basic and this is quite apparent when you get droughts and everything in northern australia and everything things like that where it's very much you're relying. It's okay. On... We'll only pay our farmers a liter per kilo of a, a liter per a dollar per liter of milk. Yeah. Just cause. Just cause. Savings onto our customer. Support the farmers yeah, that have been supplying farmers... you for fucking decades. You yeah. fucking assholes. Regardless, um, a lot of fam, a lot of farms are family owned, um, and like we said, a lot of it is a museum. You would have had yeah. experience in that. Um, so yeah, you just walk up past shed after shed of equipment and machinery that's worth literally up to millions of dollars, depending on what the farm is there to farm. Yeah. And this can be um, ranging from cattle, dairy. Um, I can't remember what way it is with farming, but the more generalized the machinery, the more expensive it is, yes. right? And the more specialized an item is, the cheaper it is. Yeah. 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 Because you'd think it would be the other way around, but it's, but not. it's not. No. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about this amazing, stellar, kick-ass businesswoman who overcame it all. Wow, sounds like fraud. 
anyway, um, I need you to tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 from your experience how extreme we're getting on the scale of things here. Alright, oh, we're getting... So, at the height of her outfit, she had seven trucks and trailers. Which included a 2009 Kenworth T800 tractor truck, which she purchased for the low, low price of 146787 US bucks. A 2009 Freightliner truck for 140000 Oh, again, these are all US figures. Yeah. Three pickup trucks, including a 67,000 2012 Chevy Silverado. A 2009 Chevy Silverado pickup again, but this one was just a lot cheaper at 56,646 bucks. Like, you understand needing to get them because sometimes, like, your, um, what do they call it? A transmission will bust. And you'll be like, it's cheaper just to get a new car or a tax write off. Right? So, the, the pickups. I don't question too much because you always need a paddock basher. Yeah. And depending on how big your outfit is, you might need to get more cars for the hands. Am I talking real shit here? No. Oh my god. I could really... I'm talking mad trash, so I'm not being serious. And the 2009 Federlite horse trailer for the low, low price of 258698 bucks. All those there is a house. Yeah, easily. That wasn't enough. She needed more, right? Because her outfit was so big and she was traveling a lot with her um, stuff, which we'll get into later. So she needed a 2009 Liberty Coach motorhome for a cool 2.108 million bucks. Fucking stupid. People in their lives won't even make that amount of money. Yeah. Or even walk through a home, an actual physical home, worth yeah. $2.1 million. And here it is, a, ca- a car. Crazy. A, a vehicle for the road, an RV. She also had a Ford Thunderbird uh, convertible. And um, she estimated that her operation spent about 450000 bucks um, a year. She spent about 600000 bucks a year on online credit card payments. And this is the kicker, literally, nearly 300 horses. Shit. To me, that's a lot of horses. That is a lot of horses. That is a lot of horses. So she was very much into... um, Her gig was quarter horses. And if you don't know what quarter horses are, oof, there is money to be... You know rodeos? Yeah. Those horses are quarter horses. They're the one... What are the three things... They get him to do the cow and the sheep yeah. wrangling. That's the one. Yeah, I did wrangling. this. They get him to do the barrels. Yeah. And it's like, they're the horses that are short distance, really fast, really strong. Yeah. They're... Yeah, the tanks. Well, actually, no. Clydesdales are tanks. Clydesdales are tanks, but Clydesdales are like working horses. Yeah. Quarter horses are like sprinting short distances um and they're like i don't want to say show horses but a lot more um like rodeo reining like compared competition like rodeo competition horses and stuff and like if you're outfitting a farm and you're like hey i need to check my fence line instead of taking the buggy or the paddock basher i'm gonna take a horse they're the ones that are generally from my understanding at least please correct me if i'm wrong so I'd understand that Max, you need like 
five, like one per hand. Yep. What the fuck are you doing with four? Like fucking three hundred horses. I don't know. It seems a bit weird. You don't even know the story. It seems a bit weird. Yeah. So considering that these are actual animals and you've got salaries to pay, she's spending big bucks. Big fucking money. And what's more is she would travel a lot because, again, she was raising and breeding rodeo horses. So where do you go? You have to go where the rodeo goes, right? Yeah. And you have to tour. So you have to get expensive equipment to transport you and your animals around the country. Um, she would also send her horses around the world sometimes, too, like her really big ones, because she had a lot of um, international champion horses. So you, on top of that, you got to pay for vets, other employees. You got to pay for fer- uh, farriers, farriers. Yeah. One or the other, the people that chew horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and horses are not cheap. Like no, you get a cut on a horse, that's an abscess. Yeah. Oh, your horse is limping. You got to decide whether you put it through hundreds of hours worth of rehab or you put it down, and that's a loss. Not that I'm saying that a horse is a loss to a business, but unfortunately for assholes that make money off of horses, yeah, um, that's how they think. And then you've got to feed them, right? So we're talking about hay feed. Uh, what do you do with how many tons of manure? Would 300 horses produce? Shit tons. Literally. Literally. So she has so many horses that the manure rate that they are producing, she can't use typical manure management. No. You need to get that shit removed. <laughs> literally shit. Literally. You, 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 you literally need that gotta shit. You gotta pack that shit up and move it. No, because apparently there's a whole art to yeah. what you do with horse manure. Because it can't be anywhere near a waterway. No. Um, it can't be on the land they graze from because that's how you get shit like the... Oh my god, I need to stop saying shit. That's how you get viruses and they can't shit where, where they eat. No. And stuff. Apparently it's a big deal. Yeah. That's why they move them from paddock to paddock. Yeah, and yeah you can scoop out a stable for one or two horses or the whole... You know, six or seven. But what are you going to do with fucking 300? Fuck, employ a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot of time and money. So have you heard of Ronald Reagan before? Yes. Um, He grew up in a town called Dixie, Illinois. Yeah. It's a population of about 16,000. It's a very conservative county. Um, And, you know, they just live in large. Not really, because the city was kind of made up with, like, good people live there. Yeah. But the city just doesn't have money. Yeah. Um, and in Australia, we would call that a council. Uh-huh. Like a local council. Um, so small time, you know, 16,000, for a country town, is that, like, where you, I'm going to say, tell us where you grew up, but is that pretty decent? How big is that compared to where you... Um, yeah, it's about the same size. It probably a little bit smaller. So what would I tell you if... What would you think if I told you that... Um, your, how long would it take for your city to lose nearly $54 million in fraud? I would say... Decades. 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 We're talking like five, six, yeah. right? She did it in less than 20 years. Holy shit. 
That's crazy. 53 million, again, this is US money, 53 million, 740,394 bucks. Which is about 70 to 80 million Australian. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> From a tiny city, a tiny municipality of 16,000 people. That's fucking crazy. She, oof, she fucked up. So apparently a lot of fraud that's committed is embezzlement, specifically by an employee that holds a finance position. Oh. And guess what? <laughs> she oh. was. Yeah. Um, apparently in the US, it's a $3.7 trillion problem. Embezzlement is a $3.7 trillion problem. Sounds like a presidential campaign. <laughs> yeah. And the government entities are the second most frequent victim of embezzlement in the US. But this is the biggest one. So Rita was, an nationally, was a nationally renowned horse breeder and she worked in City Hall of Dixon from the 1980s. Um, and we're going to talk about this woman called Kathy Swanson. And she worked, well Rita was her boss. Um, Kathy was a city clerk and she worked with Rita from about 1991 until Rita was arrested in 2012. And when Kathy first started, she was a deputy treasurer under Rita. And she described that it was very easy to work with her. She was a lovely person to work with. Uh, if anyone made, and she, like one of the first things she said to all of her new employees or the city's new employees was, if you make an error, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just come to me with it. We can fix it. It's no big deal. You know, nothing is too much of a hard task. Don't stress. It's always going to be corrected. And in October of, well, when you have horses and you travel a lot with them because you compete, fuck, rodeos make a fuck ton of money if you go to the right ones. It sucks for the people who were the cowboys yeah. or cowgirls doing the actual, because they get fucking duped. He's a, he's a buckle. Yeah. <laughs> You're busting your buddy, but he's a buckle. Right. But for the owners of the horses, for the sponsors, we're talking... Very lucrative business, oh, right? Heaps. And you've got to travel a lot. So you have to meet and beat those overheads. Not only for your farm and your outfit and feeding your animals, but also having to travel with them. And the, It's not cheap freaking a family of four travelling, let alone a four-legged animal. And she's got hundreds of fucking horses that she transports around the country yep. to get them where they need to go. It's... Right? We're talking literally... Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds. So you have to travel with these show horses. And so Rita was out of town, quite frankly. And um, in October of 2011, uh, Kathy was there and she needed to prepare some bank statements for her treasurer report. And in the past, Rita had told Kathy, be sure to give them the list of statements that you want over the phone. So, Kathy would normally run down the list, but this particular time she was under the pump, she had a lot of work to do, so she calls the bank ahead and she says, hey, can you just prepare me all the bank account statements? Uh-oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, and that's when shit hit the fan. Lady in, ladies and gentlemen of the board. So the bank statements come in and Kathy comes across an account that she has never seen before. She notices three large deposits um, in care of Rita for the city of Dixon. 
And we're talking money. One was $350,000. Fuck. One was $415,000. And if you have a look at, like, not all of the statement was available. But if you have a look, she's paying into this account that the city didn't know about. If not every, like, sometimes she did it multiple times a day. Like, on the 1st of September in 2011... The first transaction was for five thousand bucks. The second was for nearly four hundred forty-five bucks. So some days she goes days without taking money, and some days she did multiple tra- like transfers into this secret account a day. Bank time. Yeah. So Kathy doesn't know who to go to. Um. So she sat on it for a couple of days, and she was so scared she actually shoved everything in her car. She was like, shit, you know, hopefully they won't check my car. Um, So she ends up knocking on the door of the mayor at the time, James G. Burke, and she goes into his office and she tells him and he asks for a copy immediately. So the mayor said that his initial thought was that there had to be an explanation for this account and for this banking activity. And they didn't want to falsely accuse because it's Rita. They trust Rita. Everyone oh. loves Rita. She's a pillar of the community. Poor Rita. Because all these fucking criminals are. And they don't, they're like, surely, like, there has to be some explanation for this. We just don't know what it is. Maybe she's told us about it and blah, 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 you know? So he asked Kathy to keep digging, but she couldn't find, she couldn't tie the financials together. Couldn't find a big, like a, in a financial shovel. Right, pretty much. So the yeah. money is going into this account and the transactions coming out, going like... So I'm giving you the money, right? And yep. I'm saying, this is go. the city. I need you to fix this road. Yeah. You're taking that money, but you're paying the American Quarter Horse Association your membership fees. Yes. So she's using it as a personal account. Yeah. So... They couldn't tie anything together. And she says uh, to the mayor, James, you know, I think we have to go to the police. And he's like, absolutely not, Kathy. I will take care of this. I'm going to go to the FBI. You cannot say anything because if we're not correct, we don't want to harm Rita in any way. Yeah. So the mayor calls the FBI and he. this is a quote from him and he says, I think there is a cancer in City Hall, but I need to talk with somebody. Ooh. Um, he takes the bank statement over to the FBI Chicago office and he speaks to Todd Carroll, who is an assistant special agent in charge. And they discovered that, well, he discovered along with his group of very, very smart government employees (laughs) that are trained to track, uh, government employees that are embezzling money. She was... In fact, committing fraud. At this point, they didn't know how long for. They had no idea. Yeah. They just knew that she was taking money. So they had no idea about how far back this shit went. <sighs> so Special Agent Carroll went to the attorney's office and he opened a grand jury who issued him with subpoenas for all the different bank accounts. And Kathy was very scared because she was ordered to keep quiet, but she was kind of the middleman in between Rita and the FBI. And so if the FBI needed any kind of documentation, Kathy would have to go into work early, make the photocopies, she would put them in a sealed envelope that she would place on the mayor's desk, 
and the May would then run them off to the FBI Chicago office. And Special Agent Carroll said that if they didn't have Kathy, pretty much this investigation would have no legs to stand on. She was very, very instrumental um, with the case and the subsequent Oof. investigation. But could you imagine having to live with that shit every day while you're fun like you're muling information back and forth? Like she could have been so scared for her life. Imagine having to fake yeah. when Rita came back and you've blown the whistle essentially. And you're like, I have to act like we're still best buds. Yeah. Because these people loved Rita. They were as close as neighbours can get and shit. You know, we're talking about a small country town. People don't realise that in country towns, everyone's up everyone's ass. Everyone knows everything about everyone. So they would go to her place and they were all like family friends. They've, you know, Their families have grown up next to each other for generations. This is a big fucking deal. So, Kathy would determine what accounts were fake um, and how much money was in flow between them. Keep in mind, like, we're not talking about a bass statement. This is, like, years of departmental files that she had to sift through. Fucking shit tons. Like, and none of it's digitised either. So, anyway, the FBI needed a specific file from 2008. So, Kathy did what she would normally do and she would pull the file. And then, two days later... Rita went looking for that same file, and I don't understand how if they're saying she would pull them, she would photocopy them in the morning. Maybe she just didn't get a chance because she was so busy to photocopy them or something like that. But anyway, she pulled this specific file from 2008. And then two days later, Rita comes into the office and is like, Yo, Kathy, can you please pull me that file? Oh, and Kathy's like, Fuck! Um... What do I do? She had no idea what to tell Rita. And she's like, oh, Rita, I just can't find it. And then Rita's like, oh, that was, wasn't that one that was wrong? And wasn't that the one we had to send back to the accountants to redo? And then Kathy was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So she, like, came up with the lie <laughs> herself. So poor Kathy didn't have to deal with that shit. But could you imagine? It would be... <sighs> Mental. So poor Kathy had to live like this for six months and she had to keep living, pretending she's best buds, asking her how her trips were, how her dogs were, because at no point did she want to tip off Rita. And she obviously isn't allowed to um, talk to her family about it, but they knew something was off. And so Kathy's partner was like, Hey, is something wrong with your kids? And she was like, No, 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 the kids are fine. And then he's like, look, if work is stressing you out that much, just quit, Dal. You don't need to deal with that. She's like, no, 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 everything's okay. I'm just, you know, it's just really busy. It's a really busy time for six months. Fuck. So FBI obviously has read under surveillance and they wanted to find out if she was acting alone um, or if other people were involved. And they also wanted to see the scope of her lifestyle. She's running fucking 300 horse outfit. What the fuck do you think the scope of her lifestyle is? Horses. Money to blow. So she's... <laughs> in the words of um, our Lord and Saviour, Lil Nas X, country money, I don't gotta do no chores. Fuck. <laughs> no, you didn't get it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Obviously, with that amount of money, she's supporting her her family financially. 
Um, and her partner was also involved in the horse business, but it's not believed that he knew and was involved in the embezzlement. So, um, it was pretty obvious what she had done. Uh, Kathy obviously feels betrayed, and the whole town felt betrayed when they all found out. While they were surveilling her, just in those six months alone, she embezzled over 1.5 million bucks from the city of Dixon. Fuck. Just in that six months. Um, but at this point, wouldn't her business already be profiting? You would think so. Right? You would think so. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Not that I'm saying it was okay if she would have stolen Honestly, money to establish a business. The amount of manure she could sell for gardening... Is enough to... She's literally got money to be coming made. in several ways. Yeah, like she's and going out several ways. <laughs> she's so she's got her salary. She's got her embezzlement money. She's got her championship horses going out, winning competitions. She's selling horses. She's breeding horses. She's selling and buying semen because that's what yeah. you do when you breed horses. You got to yep. stuff around. Um, she would also operate as a stables. So if people um, bring her to, to, you know, take care of said horses. Fucking hell. So that's minimum right there. Well, I can think of the top of my head in 40 seconds, seven streams of income. (sighs) That's a lot of income. Yep. So poor Kathy would have to see Rita pull out this checkbook every day, write up her checks, deposit it into her account. And so if the office got a money transfer that transfer that morning, like say that um, Jim's mowing was doing the mowing for the highway and they sent the bill, the invoice to the office, she would write out money from a checkbook from the city account and deposit it into her account. Not to pay... Cash to her straight away. Not to pay Jim's mowing. She would push to her... Dry transfer it to her fake account. Fake city account. That day. Less than 24 hours. Less than 5 hours. The money's coming in. And so, Kathy's like, money's flowing. I can't stop it. James is like, shit, we're not going to have anything left. Right, this is it. Um, and so he calls the FBI and says, if we don't put a stop this quickly, there's nothing. There won't be anything left. And then so they're like, okay, but there's you guys have a scheduled city budget meeting. We can't tip her off. We, we need to see what she says at the budget meeting yeah. because it helps their investigation more, right? <sighs> so the night before she's arrested... <laughs> This, the, they have the scheduled city budget meeting. And the mayor was thinking the whole time, boy, are people going to be surprised tomorrow, is what he said. So, um, they have a budget meeting and she's explaining because, you know, that's her job and everyone. And apparently she did this thing where she spoke and she would explain. So, say that you were the mayor. Yeah. And you asked for a copy of what were the legitimate um, accounts. 
and you had no idea why money was trans being transported uh, uh, transferred back and forth she would explain it to you in such a way that she looked like she knew what she was talking about but she also said it in such a way that you were so fucking confused that you were like oh yeah that's why i pay this bitch to do this job i'm gonna let her handle it right yeah so she operates on her own thing and everyone just trusted her to do it and we're like oh but we're getting into that a bit later yeah. So that, you know, they have the budget meeting. Um, people are doing what they normally would. And then the next day, Kathy goes into work. She speaks to the mayor and she's like, I can't do this anymore. And James is like, well, you're not going to have to because the shit's hitting the fan Yeah. today. Today's the day, he tells her. So the mayor, the mayor calls, uh, James calls her on the intercom and says, hey, Rita, can you please come to my office? And obviously not knowing that she's busted. She's the queen of Dixie City, you know, the city of Dixon. Yeah. She, you know, trollolars herself up to the office. Didn't think anything of it. And then she's walking down the hall and because Kathy's office is on the same floor and just outside the mayor's office, she could see, like, Kathy has to walk, sorry, Rita has to walk past Kathy's desk and Kathy like, couldn't even look at her. Could you imagine? Um, so, yeah. She knew what was going on. She just like, didn't want to tip off. And so the FBI, obviously, two officers were sitting in the office waiting. And she walks in. And she's like, yes, sir. The mayor said, Rita, these men's, these men's, <laughs> these men would like to ask you a few questions. And she's like, oh, yes, sir. Um, sure. And again, she's thinking nothing of it. And so the mayor said she was so confident. She didn't think she'd been tipped off. Huh. Right? At all. Nothing. She had no fear. So the mayor leaves the office and he leaves and 15 FBI agents just storming. So she's in his office with two. He walks out the front door, hits the street. 15 people go into the city. They shut everything down. They collect everything as they would do. Phones, computers, hard drives, files. Everything. Just like in the movies, everything was seized. Um, they call the uh, marshals because obviously there's a fuck ton of... Yeah. American law is a lot different to Australian law. And they have a lot of more separation of powers, I feel like, than Australia does. Yeah. But they had to have marshals there because of the amount of seizures that... Seizures? Seizures. That's yeah. the right word. That were taking place. So they completely sealed off the office... She was read her Miranda rights and asked if she wanted to talk. And apparently she did talk in there for about 90 minutes. Um, during this interview, she was very cooperative. And James said that she was singing like a canary. <laughs> and this bitch estimated that she had only taken around 10 million bucks. Oh. She didn't even understand... The scope. ...of how much she had taken. Yeah. Because she gave a partial confession, it locked her statement in. Um, she was surprised and overwhelmed, and obviously 20 years of her life is crashing around her. So they cuff her, they take her out of the office. Um, they obviously have the search warrants for her properties. Turns out she had two homes. Oh. She had the Dixon house and farm that she owned, and her boyfriend, her partner, lived in Florida. Except he lived in her house, and no one knew that she had this massive, sprawling property in Florida either. 
yeah. until the FBI did all their digging. So when she would say, oh, I'm going to catch up with my partner, she made it sound as though she was living, like staying at her partner's mother's house, when in fact they were living in her house. Not that there's a problem with that, but then that leads the FBI and the other authorities to think, how much have they profited? Are they also involved in her embezzlement scheme? Ooh. How, dude, if people gave me $54 million today, I couldn't even think of how to spend it. You'd be like, what the fuck? What do I do with this financial advisor? You'd go speak at financial advisor and go, okay, what do we do with it? I buy a house first thing tomorrow. Oh, no, you After I get tested and so the house checked out. You'd sit on it, you'd speak to a financial advisor and you go. Well, I'm not saying I'd get a multi million dollar house. I'm saying I'd no, just get a But like what you do house, is you go, okay, well, house. this amount of cash, go speak with a financial advisor first and go. But how much money do you have to be fucking stealing and making that you can't comprehend? You don't know how much you've stolen. Because essentially, say if you inherited $50 million. And you set it up right, like we're talking the Your opposite of what you Your kids could live on interest for the rest of their interest. lives. You would set up a safety net. Like you would put it up in a sense of investments and that. So you put a small portion of invest in like investments. So, you know, stonks. Vol- volatile stonks and... Um, or high interest security uh, accounts yeah. that you just don't access. So you just leave it there and the interest literally feeds back in and just keeps... Going and going and going. Yeah. So she had money. She had houses. Um, so they're searching her house, like the farm in Dixon, and they found a crawl space in the basement filled with boxes. And this staff bitch, she kept a record of every single cent that she stole. So the city didn't have paperwork going back the 20 years. But she did. But she did. Wow. That's meticulous, to say the least. Um, so this gave them the scope of how long it had been going on for, exactly where the money was going. She first took money in 1991, and she embezzled just over half a million, 581,000 bucks in 1991 alone. And they wouldn't have known when it started if they didn't have her meticulous records sitting in her crawl space. (laughs) Fucking hell. So then this led everyone to question, how did she pull it off? So the city of Dixon had six legitimate accounts. They had their sales tax account, capital projects account, capital development, the corporate fund, motor fuel fund, and money market account. Yep. And they were all at Fifth Third Bank. Right. Um, and so she would routinely move funds into the legitimate capital development fund, right? So they've got six accounts. But of those six accounts, her favourite was the capital de- uh, capital development fund. And so she would beef that up. She would transfer money into the capital development fund and then she set up her, her account, the secret seventh quote-unquote city account that no one knew about. And she created phony invoices in the beginning to justify payment to this seven account. Um, and these phony statements were things for like road signs, street repairs, um, lawn, like, you know, the maintenance work, the council maintenance workers and shit. And so she began transferring money from the city's capital 
uh, development account into this secret account that she had appropriately named Reserve Sewer and Capital Development Account. Uh. Um, it was called RSCD uh, for short. So it would appear as a legitimate city account. And then she would write checks from this fake city account for her own expenses. Ooh, dodgy. So we're talking spa days, jewellery, real estate. We've already spoken about her motorhomes, her cars, her quarter horses. Um, she wrote checks from that fake city account. Sorry. She wrote checks from the Capital Development Fund to her fake account 179 times. She... And I did some quick maths. And if uh, if she embezzled just under that $54 million, dividing that by 179, that was an average of $300,225.56 US bucks each time. Obviously, some would be higher than others, but just to give you the average scope. Yeah. That's what it is. Crazy. That's a fucking half a house here in Australia. Even more than that, yeah. Someone's getting really comfortable. She freaked out. <laughs> Sherlock, what are you doing? So apparently there is a very common textbook way to commit fraud and that's just create a fake account to mask with the government identity and only one individual would have control over cash flow and that's because it's so simple, right? And it's so simple, you keep it simple, stupid. It's so simple that people wouldn't think that it's illegal. Very illegal. <laughs> and people, that's another thing, like, People loved her, they wouldn't assume that she would do something like that. So that's her first layer of cover. Her second layer of cover is, it's so simple, why would the city pick up on that? Because they're dumb? I don't think the people of the city are dumb. I think the people working for the city are dumb. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. So, Rita immediately following the... Sorry, are you going to say something? I'm just saying, this has got to... see. Alright, so here's the thing. The people of the city are not fucking dumb. They're paying their taxes. That's their money that's being yeah. stolen. Right? So they're blind to it. They should have... We're going to get into what I think should have happened to everyone else. But everyone else that worked in that office should have fucking known. Yeah. The extent that the city had become dilapidated, I'll, we'll talk about again a little bit later, but you, have, you would ask questions. Yeah, you For would. For example, I worked in the lab... And even though I did no ordering, I would just pick up the item that the boss had ordered, ordered, brought it in for her to check, brought it in for her to sign and date, put it where it goes. Several people had to be there for that. Just... Let alone, we're talking 54, nearly $54 million over 20 years, and no one's fact-checking anything. And that was an absolute shit ton. The citizens, rightly so, they're not idiots. No. It's fucking people that they're paying with their taxes that are fucking idiots. But, you know, they just placed her on administrative leave at the beginning of the... just as soon as she was arrested um, without pay until the investigation was completed. And then they went in to acquire and seize all possible assets for the benefit of the city. Um, and she was placed in the very steep... Um, that's sarcasm... Yeah. $4,500 bond. Fuck. 4.5K. Yeah. 
Um, she had a public defender because obviously she can't afford it. Yeah. Because she has no money. Everything she had was built by the city. It's all gone. And all gone. the city turned into a media circus, and townspeople were so shocked that the government had that, like their government, their local council had that much money at all. Yeah. Um, everyone was doing interviews and saying, look, she was a nice person. Um, she, and then other people said she was nice because she had to be nice. Yeah. Because that's how she, you know, if she wasn't nice, that they wouldn't let her work and keep no. working in the city and therefore she wouldn't be stealing people's fucking money. And again, these are people who, who are friends with her. They all went to church because that's what country people do. That's their way of life. Yeah. Um, these are people who've been neighbours for decades, if not generations, and people don't like to leave small towns. It's like my great-grandfather built it and then my grandfather farmed it and then my dad farmed it and then my dad taught me how to farm it and now I've got my kids here and I'm teaching them how to farm it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're talking about big family issues. Not, not that it's the family issue, but I'm just saying like people have known each other for years and it was also shocking because if you can't guess it was one of the largest municipality fraud um cases at the time it occurred because just previously um they had busted a family of 11 people in washington dc who over over 20 years embezzled only 48 million dollars rita stole over 53 million dollars on her own from a small town. Yeah. We're talking about Washington, D.C., a ring of 11 people, 20 years, as opposed to Rita in a small town with 20 years. Fine. 54 million. More than what 11 people were able to accomplish within a similar time frame. She went Or pay out to her. Completely AWOL. It's just... A small town again. Yeah. Compared to a city in Washington. Yeah. D.C., so, um, sorry, uh, compared to the people living in a big city like Washington, D.C. is what I was supposed to say. So if you average it to a, uh, her resident at the time, she stole approximately 3.3K. It's like $3,313.50 per townsperson. That's so there's your annual taxes. Yeah. There's the family's annual taxes. And there's fucking shit tons that have just been... Um, and then people started to, in the interviews, recall what other government officials used to say about Rita. She watches every penny as if it was her own. It's like, well, fuck yeah, every penny yeah. was hers. Exactly, you know, Literally. It was her own. It was just about her, all her own anyway. <laughs> she was... Taking care of her money. She right. was the bank. Sorry, that was my water bottle. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just touching the bottom. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so, look. I already told you she bought jewellery. I already told you she went on spas. Not that I have an issue with some people. With people. With some people. With people going at all. But this bitch is stealing money. Yeah. She lived a flashy lifestyle. Um, which is more than fine if you've earned it, and you've earned it legitimately. I ain't rich shaming nobody. No. But this is a fucking fraudster. Big time. Major fraud. Yes, Miss Rita here is a criminal. Fucking criminal. <laughs> um, you're probably not part of the inside joke, but I can't remember what game. No, you were playing um, Assassin's Creed. And you're like, I'm hunting the fucking criminals. Yeah, Because you right. were so upset. And so we don't say criminal, we say criminals. 
Yeah, criminals. Criminalities. Criminals. Oh, jeez. I remember that game of Assassin's Creed 2. I was really... Michael re- was really shitty. Yeah. That game... <laughs> oh, boy. I think also, too, the same thing happened when we were playing Origins. And the game locked on me and wouldn't allow me out of the map. Uh, Valhalla, is that out yet? No, but... Welcome Have to you Valhalla. pre-ordered it? Uh, <laughs> considering. Maybe now that you've mentioned it, I'll have Are a Are you getting at... Cyberpunk? Hell yeah. Because that comes out in... There's an actual announcement saying that it got pushed to 10th of December. Not again. Yes. But Are the reason, joking? But the reason why, essentially what they're doing now, this is due to delivery purposes and also that they just But if to... it's online, it doesn't matter. 19th of November, what and are you talking about? And they're working on a day zero patch. Assassin's Creed comes out the same day as the Xbox, the 10th of November. Watch Dogs comes out tomorrow. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, 13th of November. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Anyway, back to the story. Watch Dogs, alright. So this bitch is living a lavish lifestyle. And everyone in town thought that she was living so lush because of her horse business. So papers would print stories when she acquired national champ horses, when she won events, um, when she was selling horses for like two or three hundred thousand dollars. Because these are fucking, they're beautiful animals, but there's also money to be made. Fucking shit. Um, that's what people don't realise because you're spending so much money on the horse, you need to recoup that plus your, um, your, what's the word, your profit. Profiteering. Um, so you got to make money somehow. And this, the, sorry, I hate how I fucking do that. So they were, she was making bank. And one of the neighbours, right, they used to drive past the farm. And they would look at her horses and he would say to his wife, who has that many horses? You know, like, is she a queen? Potentially. Um, and her outfit was huge. We're talking 300 horses. Every horse needs its own place to stay like her sheds alone look bigger than look, her shed you know the raise outdoors distribution center um near craggy Burn? it was bigger than that Fuck. like if you have a look at her sheds online uh rita crandwell from because trucks have to come in and out you know it's f- look at these just like long like half a kilometer long and they're decent quality sheds too look at all the ventilation and everything um it and it looks like she wouldn't do anything to harm the horses so you'd like to think not because she's making money off of them yeah right that's her business that's her business so basically her outfit was so big to me it looked like it was larger than a yeah a, a trucking distribution center the magnitude of what she had was insane and no one ever questioned it. People would ask her, like, oh, my God, how much do you have so much money? How do you have so much money, rather? And she would say, oh, my parents invested in the Campbell's can business. Shit. You'd think someone would, like, I'm surprised no one picked up on it. And people were like, well, that makes sense. Like, she's got a fuck ton of money. Campbell's Soups makes a fuck ton of money. Like, yeah. Yep. Um... But again, many people benefited from this money. Her family, her partner's family, 
Um, her workers all thought that it was family money, but her family obviously knew that wasn't the case. But they never allegedly questioned how she made her money. Or late. had enough to get started. Um, so people psycho... Dude, can I just read the names of some of her horses? And you tell me how fucked you think this is. I'm money too. She scores. Oh. Pack and jewels. Oh no. Me, myself, and I. Jewelry by Tiffany. Careful who you invite. Ain't I a natural? This one's my fucking personal favourite. I found a penny. Oh. <laughs> potential poor, potential fortune. Have faith in money. And some for me, as in sum of money. S-U-M. Shit. And so this breaks, and people are psychoanalyzing the name she gave to the horses, and they're like, fuck, is this subconscious thing that she was thinking, or was it ironic? Like, was it a deliberate kick in the townspeople's teeth? I think it was. Sure um, fucking sounds like it. And we're talking, again, like, world championship horses. There's money to blow, in the words of um, Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> so... There's footage of her crying when her horses have won because she's so proud and she's so happy. Um, her favourite was her um, her mare, uh, She Scores. She presented herself as very polished and this bitch had so much fucking money. So she would lead one horse out and you know how you have to be like dressed to fucking impress. She'd have one stunning outfit, walk out with one horse because you know how the owner has to lead the horse out? Yeah. Go out, change, while her horse does its shit, and then she would lead in the next horse. She had an out... Those outfits cost thousands upon thousands of dollars, yeah. right? She would have new everything, and she'd walk out horse after horse with new outfits. Fuck. Um, so she would tell people that, you know, this was her partner's money, and they believed her. People were in awe of her custom-ordered trailer, um, so it was fucked. And then so people are like, okay, so why is she doing this? And according to research, most embezzlers appear to be motivated by a desire to live a lavish life, lavish life, rather than driven by financial hardship. So it's not the fact that, and she didn't anyway, like her family, while they weren't well off, they were, they made by, right? They got by. And so it's not that she did this because she lived in such hardship as a child. It was because she just wanted to live lush. And there's no issue with having that. It's just the fact that are you working and doing it legitimately? Or are you stealing millions of dollars? Millions and millions and millions. So, um, yeah, they just... But like, oh my god. Also, like, how can she... How is it okay, also, for a government official to take several months off a year? It's not. What are they doing? Exactly, like... And the fact that they didn't employ anyone, even part-time, while she was out. Because she would have family do the work and pick... Like, we'll get into her roles a bit, in a bit. Yeah. But she would have family, and, like, they wouldn't employ anyone to do what Rita did. Because they just trusted that Rita would get it done. And also taking months and months off at a time isn't something most fraudsters would do because it's believed, like, they would get scared that their scheme would be seen. You know what I mean? That they'd be exposed. 
so they didn't like to take time off. Um, but she was so confident that she could do what she did that, you know, she would even invite people after council meetings. She would invite people to, like, they knew that if there was a council meeting, the next, they knew that that night they'd be eating good at Rita's. Because she would host barbecues, pool parties, cocktail parties, everything. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and so most people say seeing someone's wealth like that when the city is falling apart should have been the first red flag. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... They're all, you know, in it together, in a way, at some point. Yeah. And then, so, this actually was very, um, this is what pissed off the city of Dixon, like, the residents of the city, more than the actual crime itself. Apparently, um, so there's the city of Dixon, right? And 20 minutes, I checked it on the maps, uh, on Google Maps, it's 19 minutes, sorry. It's called the city of Sterling. Sterling is in Sterling Silver. Yeah. 19 minutes to the west, if you go by car. And so, they're reading about the city of Dixon's, like, debt in the mail. Like, sorry, in the newspapers. And they're like, oh my god, how is that happening? So... About five months before Kathy found the fake account, um, one of the treasurers actually wrote a letter to the city of Dixon. So at the time, they had a population of uh, 15,500 people, whereas St- uh, Dixon had 15,800, so they have roughly the same amount. Um, they had a Sterling had an annual budget of $9 million, whereas Dixon had between 6 and 8. Um, and so they're very similar, right? They're 20 minutes apart, similar budgets, similar population size. However, the city of Sterling was operating at a surplus of $8 million annually, which is a fuck ton. Oh, yeah. Whereas Dixon had a deficit of $4 million and the city was borrowing money every year. So 18 months before she was... Sorry, it was 18 months, that's right. Um, the, the official, an official from the city of Stirling writes a letter to someone in Dixon City saying, like, look, something's off. Very off. And they were asking, you know, why is there such this huge deficit when we have such a huge surplus? Um... And so they ran, after this whole thing hit the news, um, there was an article came that came out um, exposing the fact that a Sterling official told someone in the city of Dixon that their numbers are off. And then people were saying, like Terence people of the city of Dixon were saying, so how could people in a different town know before you? So they would see weird changes. Well, they, on a financial side, how can the city of Sterling be up $8 million and the city of Dixon be down $4 million? Because they'd be so close, they work together, in a way. 
No, they have separate... No, like... but you'd look at that and go, well, clearly something is shifting in that direction. What is being spent... Exactly, that's what they're asking. Yeah. But they're saying there is no way in hell that there is anything that you Le- could be experiencing to explain no. the difference. It's dodgy, to say the least. And would warrant an investigation, which they just kind of weren't. Yeah, so people in Dixon were saying, how could it be possible that a different municipality figured out the problem and warned you of the problem before you figured out that there was a problem and you also did nothing to check and rectify? Exactly. I don't know, dude. So the case hits the courts and during the second hearing the court hears how the US Marshals seized 400 horses um, and they put them on 22 farms because they're alive right they have to live eat breathe they have to go somewhere Um, so they send them across 22 farms in 13 states and 17 judicial districts and they wanted to sell all the assets before she pleaded guilty and before trial in case she wasn't convicted yeah. And um, again, horses are expensive. They require daily care. They f- eat a lot. They shit a lot. Yeah. Vet bills are high, high. for a small animal, let yeah. alone a fucking horse. Yep. And like, it's insane. They were spending like 200,000 bucks a month, the marshals, on the horses alone. Shit. That's. A lot of money. Yeah, that is a very large portion, yes. Um, so then they were like clearing out her trophy room and she wanted to keep all her trophies. And they were like, nah, sorry, princess, that ain't going to fly know. with us. No. Um, so it was a fucking fire sale. She literally ran out of room to store her trophies. That She had exposed beams in her, on her ceiling. She was stacking shit on the beams of the ceiling. Yeah. She'd run out of room to store all her trophies. Um, and obviously they're not going to get the money she embezzled back years upon years. Even if they did, what about the interest yep. of that money? You know what I mean? Um, by selling her herd. So they got some preliminary inv- estimations and it was really heartbreaking for the people because we're talking like a fraction of the price. So... Say she ordered a, she purchased a ten, a, a custom made saddle around ten hundred, sorry, ten thousand bucks. Yeah. They were able to sell it for just under one thousand. And you know what people would have done had they been there? They would have got it like fifteen hundred bucks. Bang! Jump on eBay, sell it for twenty. That's what people were doing. Yeah. Just apparently, so many people went because it was held at her farm. Yeah. Um, that's where the marshal set they up, knew... and so they said crazies came out of the woodwork. Because it knew... was packed. And people just wanted a piece of the pie. And they just want... And they would have all made money from it. Yeah. Not for the city. Yeah. They just wanted to make their own uh, stuff. So they sold her custom trailer that she got for $2.1 million for $69,000, dude. So you know what that trailer would have been done? A museum somewhere. Yeah. Done. Gone. Um, Fake tales. I didn't know this. But apparently, you can just like girls have hair extensions, you can put fake tails on horses for shows, right? And there's obviously exactly like 
hair, or sorry, men might also, I shouldn't have said that. Anyone can get hair extensions, but apparently horses can also get hair extensions. And yeah. just like people's hair extensions, um, they have the synthetic and they have the natural as well. And um, apparently for fake horse tails, my crude research says that custom ones where you colour match them to your horse can be thousands of dollars if you're getting synthetics. Sorry, yeah. if you're getting naturals as opposed to synthetics. She had naturals. And they were selling them for about 300 bucks a pop. So you know who made the money. Yeah. Um, show bits, which are bits of the bit that the... Fuck. The part that the reins connect to. So the actual piece that sits in the horse's mouth. That's called a bit. And sometimes it can have a lot of filigree work. And when they show horses, it's like a fucking uh, beauty pageant. Right? So you need to have your horse decked to shit. So she would have the most beautiful horse bits with the most beautiful artwork. And guess what? In some shows, if you win, you get awarded these show bits. Yeah. That the horse bites onto. The bit that sits in their mouth for you to pull on the reins and shit. That's called the bit. Yeah. Some of them are beautiful. Not that I'm saying that they're nice that's for the horse. That's chomping at the bit. Yes. So normally, championship ones can go for thousands of dollars. The craftsmanship on them is beautiful, and they sold some of them for four hundred bucks. People literally. It was a fire sale. Um, Leather goods that would have cost thousands or hundreds of dollars, like reins, seventy bucks. Yep, money to be made. Um, People would have been loving it. Horses themselves. So, like, she had one called Ragweed Willie, three thousand. Um, Doodle Jump was sold for 12700 Sorry, let me say that again. Um, Ragweed Willie, she purchased for $770,000. He was sold for $3,000. Jeez. Fucking hell. Mental. They're going through a shit. She had deep freezes upon deep freezes. Filled with, this is going to sound creepy, but when you run a breeding program, you need to have this. And she stored semen. Yep. Horse semen. That's what you do when you're, you have a breeding setup. Apparently they store them in straws. Yep. She was, the, they were, she had so, sorry, this sounds really bad. She had so much in storage that they were selling 95 straws for 12000 bucks. <coughs> Normally but, it's put hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for like one or two straws. you want to be... See, here's the thing. I feel like... Sorry, I need to get a cough drop. Please keep talking. Some of these fire sales that they've done, I feel like the, a fire sale negates some of the actual... No, um, of course, but I get what you mean because it's not going to get the money. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's an auction. And they knew heading into it... He's a word that's original. They knew heading into it that they weren't going to get the money back. Yeah. But so now then what people do is because they're going to keep it low because if they're all inside the town, they know that if they're selling... Well, it wasn't just the townspeople. It was also just randoms around... Yeah, making quick money. Yeah. So. Fuck oath, man. Wouldn't you go to fucking Costco if you knew you could get a pool for a hundred bucks? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. Off to Costco to make some bank. Um, but... Bum, bum. So yeah, um, these auctions were an absolute spectacle. They recouped around 7.4 million bucks. 
which mathematically is just over 7% of the amount she embezzled. So the city knew they weren't going to get it back. Um, but when you compare it to, like, how much you paid for the horses, for example, and how much they were sold for, it really makes you sick. And you just feel... Like, really, there are other horses that I looked at. Um, Sacred Sierra, where she purchased for a quarter of a million dollars, was sold for 47000 It's all a fucking, you know, juke. Um, Pizzazzi Lady, which she purchased for 225000 sold for 128000 Um, She Scores, which she paid $200,000 for, sold for 71000 Um, And then, so people were like, okay... Uh, why horses? Like, why did she start a horse business? Because all that bank. Well, apparently her mother also showed horses. And that's how her passion developed. Um, and then people were like, okay, so how did she get into City Hall? And apparently she did work experience there when she was in high school. Um, they kept her on. And then after she graduated high school, they offered her a full-time job. Which is great for anyone else, but he's fucking Rita ruining it for everyone else. So, uh, three months after she pleaded guilty, she was off to court to be sentenced. Um, And during the trial, the prosecutor had a PowerPoint presentation. And for every year, like of the 20 years, he would have on the left-hand side what the budget was for the town, what they had to scrap... And on the right-hand side of the slide, he would show what Rita had spent the town's money on that year. Yeah. Um, This is, like, heartbreaking shit. Let me just zoom in a bit so I can read it properly. So, in 1992, um, the city of Dixon had a special budget session on the 9th of March. Um, and they found out the city was over budget by 335,874 bucks and cited because the funds cut by the federal and state governments with added duties. And then, um, the, the mayor at the time asked the commissioners and the department heads to cut wherever they can and to give the cuts to Rita Cronwell by or on March 18 or 19. Fucking hell. Then um, they met a couple a couple of weeks later on the 23rd of March when they had a special budget working session in 92. And the um, that's when they made cuts to the police department. Yeah. So they had uh, $2,500 for overtime, 300 bucks for weapons, 1000 bucks for station equipment, 700 for HBV shots. And then they made cuts to the fire department. A thousand bucks for air packs, three thousand bucks for station equipment, two thousand bucks for training. Imagine that. Yeah. A freaking fire department, two hundred bucks for training. Fuck. Um, so the fire department was told that they needed to be um they needed to tell uh Rita what the salaries would cost. So that she could calculate into the percentages because it needed to be no more than 20,000 bucks. Wow. Yep. Um, and then uh, a couple of, a week later, 
the police department had to make some more things. A thousand five hundred part time. So they cut it down for part timers. One thousand five hundred. A thousand bucks for a janitor. Um, one thousand. Sorry, one hundred fourteen bucks for HPV shots. And they cut forty thousand six hundred and fourteen bucks. Fuck. Just in that week alone, they were able to, you know, sort it out from the meeting. So you want to know what Rita did? With that money from 1992, she stole 6,562 bucks in April of 92. But by the end, they were able to calculate 1,200, sorry, 121,000, sorry, there's a lot of numbers, 121,367 bucks. So more than what the cuts were. She used the stolen money to pay for personal expenses, uh, including of which was 83866 for her credit card. For her personal credit card. Fucking no. Yep. Um, and then another one that I was able to find was for um, 2009. So on the 13th of April, the city of Dixon had a special uh, council meeting. Um... The police, sorry, they had a deficit of one thousand, sorry, of just like just under one point three million dollars, and the mayor said, "Look, the bleak outlook at this time creates possibilities of no part-time employees this summer, possible layoffs of full-time employees, hours of work cuts, services cut, and possible cuts in benefits." Um, the state is six months behind in paying us our tax monies. The emergency vehicle fund cut thirty-eight thousand bucks for ambulance equipment. A thousand bucks was cut for radio equipment, and two thousand bucks for EV training. For emergency vehicle training. And um, they still advised that there needed to be more cuts and to have all recommendations turned into Rita Cronwell as soon as possible. Fucking hell. So in two thousand and nine. Rita stole just under 5.6 million bucks. Um, she used the stolen money to pay for personal expenses, including uh, purchasing the home in Florida for 105,097 bucks. Um, she purchased the 2009 Featherlight horse trailer, the Thunderbird, the 2009 Chevy Silverado. Pizzazzy Lady and Unforgettable. Uh, I mean, all people are losing jobs. Their families are suffering. Yep. So those were just those two years that I was able to find. Wow. She's... And just think how bad it would have got. And turn it all into Rita. Yeah. Rita needs to know the numbers. The reason why she needs to know the numbers is so she knows how much money she can play with. Mm Mm-hmm. So they graphed her fraud from her time starting employment in 1991 to 2012. But obviously the 2012 one um, is a lot smaller because she was that was the year she was arrested, right? So she didn't have a chance to clear out as much as she normally would have. So she 
was stealing, I don't want to say small amounts, but she was stealing a lot under a million dollars annually between 91 and um, 97. But 97 was when things really started picking up. And like things, what's that, <coughs> become more linear? Introductory? That's the one. Um, so, like, it gets bigger in 99, bigger in 98, bigger in 2000, and so on and so forth. It was slightly lower, um, like that jump between 2002 and 2003. But she starts sitting like the $5 million mark in 2005 annually. She really ramps it up because obviously her in expenses... In 2008, um, you know when the recession hit? Yeah. That's when she started pu punching over 5.6 million bucks. Big time. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2008, it was 5.637 million. In 2009, it was 5.599 million. 2011 was 5.637 million. And then it was slightly lower in 2011 and 2012. She wouldn't have had time, like enough time to clock it up. So this bitch, apparently, um, while the city's going through all the budget cuts, she had a motor coach before the custom one that she got for 2.1 million. So her old one, she had it renovated five times. First it was 99,750, then it was 400,000, then it was 1.715 million, then 1.824 million, then 1.961. And she was like, you know what, fuck that, I'll just buy one for 2.1 that she bought, right? Yeah. So you can actually have a look online at what the roads look like, um, footpaths that never got repaired. So like, you know when a... When the trees come to evaluate the site, they spray paint the ground where there's shit that needs to be corrected, right? Yeah. So it's easy to see. There's spray paint fucking everywhere. Because the whole place is fucked. Dilapidated, yeah. Um, there was a portion of a road where a tree, like a sinkhole had formed, and the tree had fallen in, and the city didn't have money to fix it, so they just sort of like put... Um, Barricades yeah, like wooden road signs and some tape around to prevent people driving through it. So there's a fucking sinkhole that's just opened up. Yeah, Fuck. and they didn't have money. And then there's photos of like where there were supposed to have been concrete walkways. And during summer, because it's obvious, sorry, winter, because it's obviously Chicago, it's cold, it's rainy, just it's icy. Mud. It was just mud, like earth splitting mud. Fuck. Meanwhile, horses. Yeah. And houses, and travelling, and luxury, and jewellery, and spa days, and clothes, and just mental food, you know? So this isn't a victimless crime. Everyone that lived in the town was affected. Um, even more so after the whole thing came to light, because people had already lost their jobs because of Rita. Yeah. And then... When the county, when the city became, when it came to light how much shit had hit the fan, they started to fire people again. They had to fire people to recoup the costs that she had caused. So not only was she stealing their money and budget cuts happening to their city, but then people had to lose their jobs. Yeah. 
to once the extent of what she did come to light. So people are like someone must have known about it. It doesn't make sense. It's not like she could have done this on her own. Um, at least that's what people thought or think. Um, so apparently for this crime, the maximum sentence is 20 years. And she was given 19 years and 7 months. The judge ordered her to pay the City of Dixon restitution for the 53 dollars. $53, and he imposed a forfeiture adjustment in the same amount. So this means that it's doubled. Yeah. So she owes the city... One hundred and four million dollars, four hundred and eighty thousand and seven hundred and eighty-eight bucks in restitution. Yes. Fuck. Apparently, her prison salary is sixty-five bucks a month. So uh, that will take her over one hundred twenty thousand years to pay back the city. So they're never going to see that money. She's already in her sixties. Yeah. Um, she appealed her sentence because nineteen years was unduly harsh. And they deny that appeal, obviously, and she hasn't done anything further. Uh, the U.S. Marshals and the FBI worked out on forfeitures. You know, they worked on that for thousands upon thousands of hours. It takes time. It takes money to seize stuff. What about those wages? Um, documenting evidence. And, you know, how are they going to... That's a waste of their time, too. And taxpayers' dollars paying them for embezzlement. And while she's been busted, imagine who else is doing this. Exactly. Who haven't they caught yet? Yeah. Um, because they're either a lot more elaborate or a lot better at hiding their shit. If one woman, no, I shouldn't say woman, but if one person can do that in a small town, imagine all the others. Oh, it's ridiculous. So townspeople very rightly so were pissed off um, at everyone else who worked in City Hall and still got their jobs. And the city would allow cameras in town because they were making documentaries, they were giving interviews, and the city was like, okay, maybe we can make some money this way, you know? We'll pay for our story. And it became like an absolute carnival because people just couldn't get into town. People couldn't do what they needed to do. Everything was blocked off for interviews and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a crazy place to be. And they wanted all of the people in power, all of the City Hall people to be fired, including Kathy, um, including the mayor. And you know what? I don't think they're wrong at all. No. They should have got rid of them all. Exactly. They're all in it together. They all should have... They all abused their power at some point. Um, All of them should have been looking for money and tracing money and trying to see where it was going. It didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that one person would be in charge of that. You know what I mean? Like, one person holds a checkbook. One person does the billing. One person has to sign the checks. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Um, and so the mayor said that he was vilified. And then people were like, okay, so the city pays for auditors. Um, how come they didn't see it? Because they're supposed to check the town's account books and accounts annually. And then people are like, okay, so is it the city that's at fault? Is it the auditors or is it the banks? Personally, I think it's all of them. Because they all had a part to play. Yeah. Um, 
So it turns out that the council members don't get paid much and a lot of them had side businesses and side jobs. One person runs a carpet store, one person's a teacher. So people who work at City Hall don't have the time to notice this, right? And it's not their job to do that. There needs to be a governing body to spot what the allocations are and trace where the money is going. And it turns out during her scheme that there were three finance commissioners, five city officials, and three mayors in those 20 years. Like I said, she made everything so complex that no one who was looking at the books knew what they actually meant. So if they had questions, um, she would explain it to them and they would be like, oh, okay, whatever. Just let Rita do it. She knows. So apparently, <laughs> everyone should be splitting those functions. Absolutely. Um, her role, accounts, was to pick up mail, to make deposits, update journals and ledgers, sign checks, move investment money, and reconcile accounts. Allegedly, typically, several people would do that for a single task. <coughs> so, like, one person gets the mail, one person reads the mail that's passed on to someone else, and then that's passed on to someone else who actually files it and actions it. And then that all needs to be approved, right? Yeah. Let alone to make deposits, let alone to update ledgers, let alone to sign shit and move money. Fuck. So, it turns out that when she was out of town, she had a family member go to pick up the mail for her. So she's the only one that's handling it. Exactly. Um, so, the question then is, who is ultimately responsible for identifying that she was stealing money? Turns out that she was the person who was directing the audits. Yeah, of course she was. <coughs> yeah. So, Clifton Larson Allen, which is a one-word name for an auditing company, was hired by the city to manage the accounts of sorry to manage the city's accounts for annual audits and for regular roles. So, um, in their most recent statement, the audit before shit hit the fan, um, they sent a bill to the city. And their bill was for bookkeeping services, which included detailed general ledgers, um, ledger trial balance, other trial balances, for example, accounts payable and cash requirements. They did that monthly, so pretty frequently. Right? Month to month, they handled that. Yeah. Other bookkeeping services, such as monthly cash receipts... Uh, or check requisition processing was semi-monthly. They also hand, uh, did handwritten check entry, vendor maintenance, account payable allowed reports, encumbrance reports, and various other required reports monthly. Fine. Right? So they're handling a lot of shit here. And they made the decision to get all the money that the financial aspect of the city um, and... They had some dealings with the city accounts at least once a day. So if something was had to be payable and she couldn't hide or steal that money, the auditors would that would pass the auditor's desk. So someone in that company touched that account at least once a day. Yeah. Although the, that um, let's call it uh, customers portfolio once a day. Yeah. Because they would cut checks and they did a payroll. Payroll is minimum. What is it? It can be weekly, 
fortnightly, fortnightly monthly. Monthly, yep. But they pay weekly. So people allege that they should have discovered the fraud because an auditor is supposed to provide an estimate and an opinion on a company's financial statements. So like, if you and I went to a food restaurant, um, we would t- review the food. Right? We have no... Yeah. We're not there. We're not qualified to cook. We're qualified to eat. Yeah. That's what they're qualified to do. They're not qualified to be paid. Like they're not qualified to tell them whether they should or shouldn't be spending money. They're qualified to say this looks legitimate. This doesn't. Yeah. Your books are balanced. Your books are not balanced. Yeah, they talk about the accuracy of the numbers, but not responsible for developing financial statements on a company's behalf. That's the job of an accountant. Nobody asks you questions when you say that you're an accountant. An accountant. What do you do? I'm an accountant. I'm Where an do accountant. you work? At a place that accountants work. Because I'm an accountant. Yes. But allegedly what Clifton Larson and Alan were doing is that they were getting involved in things they shouldn't have. And they would just charge and charge and charge again to make money from the city. For their own work. So it's like me writing my thesis and marking my own thesis. Yeah. Yeah. They're a bit dodgy as fuck. Right? So they're writing, they're organising payroll for the company, checking their checks. Well, allegedly checking their checks. But then double checking their their statements that they've written for payroll. Yep. So the city argued that the auditors, auditors should have known that the docs were friendly. Sorry, the docs were phony. Um, so you're going to ask me, oh my god, how do you tell? Well, I got a crash course. There's actually a photo where the special agent is holding reader's... Sorry, the, the, the prosecutor is holding reader's statement and a normal legitimate statement. Yep. So, reader's statement, no logos, misspelt words. She wouldn't include phone numbers. Fictitious projects. And so allegedly, um, what's supposed to happen is, the auditor is... Do you need to go to the toilet and take a pee break? Okay. No. So allegedly allegedly what's supposed to happen is the auditor is supposed to call the engineering team and say, hey, are these projects being worked on? Yeah. But that never happened. For 20 years. For 20 years. You think something was wrong? Because there are no phone numbers. <laughs> there are no phone numbers. So she's making up addresses. So how did anything get done? That's the thing. She would pay the bare minimum she needed to pay for the bare minimum work that she allowed to be done. Right? But clearly people would be like, what's going on? Why aren't these things being done? Why aren't streets? Because then she would say that the, the budget is... We we have no budget. We have no money to do For that. For 20 years? Yes. Fuck. That's the thing. So even if they'd done any fundraising, it would have gone straight to her. Exactly. She would have obviously had to do what needed to be done, you know, around the city with that money, but she would have pocketed the rest. Fucking stupid. How else did you think Sterling's up $8 million and they're down not four? That's $12 million difference. That's a fuck ton of money. We don't realise how much a million dollars actually is. Yeah, for them, it's is. nothing. For her, it became nothing. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, looking at these two statements side by side, I would have picked that, and I'm an idiot, and I have no accounting qualifications. Um, so these auditors allegedly had no knowledge of the fake account that Rita set up, and then I'm thinking, I find that hard to believe, because when they're reading the account, they're seeing, alright, so when you transfer money, it comes out in a statement, Right? And you might not see the whole bank account that you're transferring money to, but minimum the last four numbers are exactly the same, right? How were they not matching that all that money was going to the same place? Yeah. It's... Uh. For 20 years. So she had 179 of these fake invoices that she had doc doctored. Um... They, the auditors were given multiple close of business forms that listed the account number and they did nothing. Yep, nothing. Um, in the investigation, well, the city actually took Clifton, Larson, Allen to court. And um, the one of the people that worked there said, was asked, do you agree that Clifton deviated from the standard of care in not investigating the existence of the secret account ending in numbers ending in 9530? And this person was like, yes. Yeah. So they had a settlement. Um, and it goes deep, but the top two people that audited the city's accounts also managed her business and her personal taxes. So there you go. How would you not see the exact same money going out and going in? At the same time frame. And you know what? I reckon they were put onto it. That's they, my... Again, they, they this is were, a theory. You can't sue us. We're Australian citizens. And this is a theory. Not an allegation. An opinion. It's just an opinion. Not a fact. Not a fact. A it's theory, not a fact. It's just conjecture. No, don't say the word conjecture. I love this the word This is a theory. A theory. A hypothetical discussion. Yes. On what may or may not have Because all I'm saying is... They handle both sides of the exchange. Yes. Look, money doesn't... It takes sometimes up to 14 days for money to clear. But if I'm giving you $400,000... You'd be expecting it to clear pretty You'd be expecting clear. it to come on the other side at the exact amount of $400,000. And I'm sorry, but the numbers are exactly the same. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot with no... Accounting experience. And I know how banks work. Not enough to take out a loan. But you get what I mean. Okay. And then again, they were asked, I understand you performed Rita Cronwell's personal and business taxes for a number of years. Is that true? And then the person's like, yes. Yeah. So in 2005, there was a sum of $300,000 that Clifton Larson Allen identified as money coming into her account with no documentation. They never asked her anything about it. Oh. Um, they never linked that the fact that the city was hemorrhaging money, um, that she was siphoning it off, that she was getting richer and richer. And people were like, people asked about this in the thing and they were like, uh, in the deposition, they were like, you don't think it's an indication? That she was spending money beyond her means. 
And the person's like, it would be an indication, yes. Yeah, big time. I don't, again, I'm not an accountant, but I don't understand how unexplained income on a tax return is not looking to. For example, my parents, my mother, owned her own business. Yes, it was in a completely different field. Um, this is when taxis used to make fuck tons of money. However, I was privy to, because we used to go and it was in Kovac, and if we were lucky, my dad would take us to the KFC that was near there or to the La Poqueta because faster pasta closed. Anyway, and so I'd sit in those meetings. And if my father tried to claim a car wash for $5 without a receipt, the accountant was like, get the fuck out of my office. It's not going, I'm not claiming it if you don't have the receipts gone. Yeah. And Costa's like, oh, but I did it every other day. I just don't have that one receipt for that one day. And the accountant's like, con, you don't have the receipt. I can't claim it. Yeah. And Con's like, it's no different to the day before. And the can's like, you're not understanding. We're, we're dropping this subject. Yeah. You don't have the receipt for $5. You can't claim that car wash. Let alone fucking $300,000 for someone who works in the city. Yeah. But whatever. And then... This is an opinion, right? Not a, just a theory, not a fact. What if she was giving them incentives other than monetary? What if, like holidays, what if they came over for barbecues and parties and gifts like a big corporate family? Again, just a theory. Just an opinion, just a thought. There's some not dodgy, fact. definitely dodgy shit going on. Because companies that work together go out on luncheons. Yeah. That's what they do. My mum worked in corporate banking. I under- Fuck, I should have asked her. <laughs> great guess. Great guess. She's going to be listening to this and being like, oh my God, Stephanie, what are you talking about? But yes. Right? Yep. Corporate banks go on functions. They do. And they're always usually together. So re- auditors are, are there to report and disclose shit, Right? Um, allegedly most frauds are discovered by a whistleblower um, and that's like 39.1% of cases and only 3.8% of cases of fraud are uncovered by an audit so statistically it's kind of unfortunately acceptable that they didn't discover it in their own audits even though all the signs were there even though all the evidence was there and then the tide turned for the bank because the way that they opened the secret account for Rita is allegedly a breach of policy because she was making personal transactions hundreds of them um like i said before to the american quarter horse association all made out to treasurer so it's like you know when your aunt sends you stuff like a card in the mail she doesn't say to nephew yeah she says to michael yeah so the way everything is messaged she's keeping it very vague when when RACV once overcharged me for my policy, they sent me a check back with my nine dollar thirteen cent difference. Yeah. And it was made out to me. Yep. Not policy holder. Yeah, not to, to human my name account. To my name. Yeah. Because that's what a bank is supposed to do. They compare it. 
right? Exactly. You can't just put treasure. Who the fuck's the treasurer? That's not a legal name. It's a title. It's a job position. More or less. Anyway, so they had a copy of this um, check for two hundred, just a casual two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars, on the twenty-third of uh, May two thousand and nine, from Fifth and Third Bank. And um, in the banking industry, this isn't supposed to occur, especially if you're the person transferring out hundreds of thousand dollars. You wouldn't pay it to yourself; it'd be paid to the city. But again, the case never went to trial, and there was a settlement with the auditors and the bank. Apparently, Clifton Larson gifted, the, gave the city in a settlement $35.15 million. Fifth and Third Bank, um, $3.85 million. And Janice Card and Associates, who were a spin-off of one person who worked, I believe, at, I could be completely wrong, but one story I read was that um, Janice Card was one of the people working at Clifton Larson. So they got pulled in, allegedly, for a million dollars. Yeah. Because they went on to a different thing. Um, again, the city has really stepped up their professionalism. They've elected more people to office. They've delegated tasks, established multiple forms of protection. So multiple people have to cut checks and make financial decisions. Uh, Mayor James decided not to run again after 16 years. And between the civil lawsuits, the fire sales of her assets, the city was able to recoup about $40 million. Of that, $10 million went to lawyer fees and $20 million went to down payments. That's a lot. So that's uh, three quarters of the money gone. Yeah. Um, as Rita was stealing more money, the city borrowed more money, which she in turn stole more of. Well, stole two, I should say. She's scheduled to be released on the 5th of March, 2030, at the ripe young age of 82. Um, she's serving in federal prison in um, Waskeda, Minnesota. Waseka. Uh, May James unfortunately passed away from cancer on the 19th of February, 2016. Kathy retired from the city of Dixon a couple, well, a few months after in September of that year. Um... And yeah, of the $10 million that was left, sorry, let me say that again. <coughs> of the money that was left um, between the selling of the assets and everything, 21 went back to the city debt repayment. Uh, they opened a operating reserve account and they put $5 bucks in there. They're reconstructing, well, they were reconstructing East River Street, which cost $4 million. They opened a capital reserve saving account for three with $3 million. And the um, Dixon Public Library needed to be repaired for $1.2 million. Sure. Um, so I leave you with a statement by Dixon's own President Ronald Reagan, who said so famously, trust but verify. Yeah. Everything you do, you have to check. And it sucks because you could be pulled in so easily for something, even though you have no idea. Very easily. Um, and that's the thing. Like, you shouldn't have to check first of all every single cent. But it, pff. I just feel so bad for the people who actually live there. And like, I'm not gonna say where I live, where I lived, but shit, 
the municipality we live in too also had administrators too, didn't they? Yeah. So, <coughs> every like even in Australia, in Victoria, we have people that have to get kicked out of office. We have to re-elect people for local council. I wonder when they'll tell us the results of that. Who knows? But anyway, Miss Rita. Busted big time. Yeah. She fucked up big time. What a dumbass. Imagine stealing so much money that you lose, tra- you lose mentally track of how much you've taken. You do. She literally got caught up in it. And, uh, yeah. Now she's paying, you know, the penalty. When I Have I told you the Miller's story about like, the lady who was stealing um, the cash? Every, yes. Yeah. Um, so I was there and it was like my second shift and I started with them literally maybe three weeks before Christmas. And so this woman, she like they were teaching me everything and I happened to be working that day and they were bringing me into that store so they were moving her out and she wanted to be closer to home so it worked out for her. Because that store that she was moving to would have been closer to home. But her last shift at the store that I worked at, she tried... No, she didn't try. She succeeded. She took... So what we used to have to do was, you know how you make your float? You, again, you have your float amount that's there. But everything else had to go into a banking envelope. I don't know how it's changed now. This was over nearly 10 years ago. But we had to write it out and put the money in one section of the envelope... And the check at the bottom part of the envelope. And she stole that day's takings. takings. Because we used to have to go to the bank and deposit it there. Yeah. And that's how it was done every day. Yeah. Um, So I was in the back and I was on the ladder because I was moving the Christmas stuff that we weren't allowed to put out yet for another two weeks further down the store. Because we had to make room for... Because it's like ceiling to floor racks, like three um, tiers. And I needed to push shit because I was tallest. And so they asked me to get on the ladder and push it to the back of the racks at the back of the room. And the safe was closest to me. But she had to get past all of my racks of the clothes that we had hung that day that needed to have space put in there. And so she couldn't get through. And so she was like trying to move shit. But if she moved shit, I would have fallen off the ladder. So I got down off the ladder and then I passed her her bag. And fucking me didn't see it in the bag because I'm not the type of person to look. And so the next day we had the area manager come in. And she was like, what's going on? And then I've gone, I'm so sorry. I knew that the safe was there. But I can tell you I don't know the passcode the safe and that is what got me by yeah because i was two days in and my manager was like uh we knew it wasn't you anyway because you don't handle aside from taking customers money yeah you had no idea besides where the safe was yeah what was in the safe or how it was run and that's a store with at most five min- women working there including the area manager let alone a fucking city department with $54 million. There's some dodgy people out there. Very dodgy. Like, I get life is hard and I get that everyone wants to live better than comfortably. But you don't fucking steal off other people. No. Not. Not at 
at all. And like, not that I'm saying it would have been acceptable either. Don't get me wrong. But like you said, why not establish your business? Not that you should have embezzled money at all. But why not just like, fuck, this sounds so bad. Not that she should have stolen any money at all. Why did she do it for so long? It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been forgivable if she stole money for like five or six years to get her shit sorted. But why fucking fit to the tune of that much money? Yeah. Fifty-four million dollars. No clue. I wonder how much money she was spending, like daily. Too much. <laughs> too much beyond too much my dude anyway um you have anything else you want to add what are your thoughts i think she did the like extremely you know fucked over that town <laughs> and then some yeah everyone should have been fired from the city though yeah except for maybe kathy <laughs> but they really got fucked could you imagine up. i'm not trying to be disrespectful to the man and he's not here to defend himself but could you imagine being the head honcho and not knowing what's going on? What's going on? Fucking ridiculous. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him, but also you could make the statement that he's an older he was an older gentleman. But I'm not trying to be rude. I know that they've done a great service to their communities, but if you're not able to do that work, if you're not able to check it, if you're not able to understand it. Why do you do that? Why do you work there? Why do you have that role? It's one thing to be elected to... Again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's one thing to be elected into a position. It's another thing to act in that position to the best of your ability. And you can make the argument that the mayor doesn't have to do that, but it's like you have to know where your money's going as a city. Either way, it was a big fuck-up. So, thank you very much. Do you reckon that sentence was a lot? It was enough? good. Yep. yep or yep. should you have been... Yeah. You've nah. got nothing to add. No, nah, I'm on the money. Okay. You need to go to the toilet, don't you? No, nah, I'm just saying it's like, she got fucked over. She fucked over more than she got fucked over. In prison, over. dealt with it. She f- And she'd been in a comfy prison too. I don't know what that prison's like. I'll have to look at it. White collar, fucking comfy prison. <laughs> Alright, um, that's it. Nothing else you want to say? No, that's Alrighty. it. Alrighty. good. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, please be sure to let us know your thoughts and opinions. Um, we're in otherwise stated that it was a fact. Yeah. All thoughts disclosed are opinions or theories. Opinions or theories or hypotheticals. That's it. Uh, yep. Um, please, uh, if you, there's a specific topic you'd like us to, co- to cover, we have a topic request form. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Castbox, Castro, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, Luminary, Player FM, Podbean, Podchaser, Radio Public. You can subscribe via email. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Swoot, TuneIn, or Overcast. We re-upload on a video format onto YouTube. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, or you can email us at controllersandcashers at gmail.com. Here's Full Metal Chicken. Yes, I am. I am Steph Afar. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. You guys really seem to like the fraud ones because the last one we did on Bell Gibson... It was one of our most popular episodes of all time. Rang a few bells. <sighs> Too bad it was, a few bell, bells in her brain. It was very believable. She's a weirdo, dude. Yeah. That Bell Gibson, mate. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing now. I haven't 
I don't know, she's probably studying toe fungus. Imagine that. She is a toe fungus. Yeah. Foot rot. I still don't understand... I still don't understand. I don't understand. Apparently there's a new Belle Gibson. Oh, great. There's another one. Um, who began nursing other sufferers and accused is accused of faking a relapse. Oh, God. Dumb people. Fucking dumb people. And they want her to join... What's this TV? First of all, I need you to explain this to me. What's SA... Not the SASR or the SAS, but what's SAS Australia, the TV show? Because my mum called me the other day and she was like, oh, we assumed you didn't answer because we thought you were watching SAS Australia. And then I've gone, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she's gone to me, oh, no, no, the TV show, SAS Australia. And then I've gone, again, I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is SAS Australia? Is it like a mashup of Survivor meets pretty, something, what else? Military? Much, that's all it is. It's, um... Just a bunch of celebrities, uh, and essentially they just go through all these hardships and everything and make or break. And so they give them, like, quote-unquote military training. It's not who dares wins. This is just... So what, they're camping in the bush, and that's hard work for them? And they put them through... Like, just... do they make them think and, like, plan? Problem solve. I haven't watched it, so... All right. Yeah. My bad. All right, I, that's it. That's us. We're done. We're sorted. Thank you so much. Um, next episode, I can't remember what it is because I've been researching so many. What is next week's episode? Next week's episode is a sad one, oh, but no. an important one that we need to talk about for public liability. Yeah, we do. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. And also uh, with you. Yeah, and I've got toast. I I've got toast. English muffins. We bought some English muffins. Cheese today. on toast. Yeah. Oh, Ava and cheese on toast. Ava and cheese on toast. I know we're having a breakfast tomorrow. Woo! And on that note, deuces. Signing off. Bye bye.